0: Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death, UFOs, and other creepy,
1: weird, random jokes. There you go.
0: Starting out hot. So hot. Joel is so hot right now. I'm on fire. That's Joel that's talking. <laughs> He's on fire. And I refuse to put him out. Yep. I'm Cash. This is Middle Aged and Mediocre. Uh, it's like episode 4,000 or something. I don't know.
1: 4,020? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. What's up, man? Um, not a lot. You know, I mean, there is a lot going on in the world, but not a lot with me. Nothing. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. There's things happening in the world that everyone knows about that we're not going to get into. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to be. I don't want to be angry. Yeah. And yell.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty uh, down, angry and shit like with that, everything so else. So it's nice yeah. to come here and just be a little silly. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday. We're a couple of sillies. Just a couple of silly gooses. Yep, that's us. Some gooses. Oh, we like to laugh. Uh,
0: we're Ganders. Yes, yeah, Thursday. Gander. Yeah, we're recording on a Thursday. We haven't done that in a My while. My name is
1: Joel Gander.
0: No, it's not. I changed it. last time. <laughs> I changed it. Uh, it's going to be weird because there's like uh, a few days before this comes out. Uh-huh. So it's not Saturday. It's not Saturday. I We've usually, been doing Saturday for a while. I usually do those. We usually record on Saturday. Uh-huh. I spend Sunday afternoon putting it together and getting it ready, yeah. getting it scheduled to post. And oh, man.
1: There's so much work we have to do after we record it. Yeah, you don't, I, I mean, can't even get I to I this go stuff. go back in and redo your part
0: <laughs> oh, every week. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed or not.
1: I don't listen. Okay. Well, I live <laughs> through it. I don't listen every now and then, but I mean, I'm here right now
0: oh, man. saying and, the words. You have admitted a lot <laughs> you should go back and listen i don't think i want to <laughs> like uh, i'll probably cringe at the things you i said. you incriminated say. yourself be sure so uh yeah so we are it's thursday night it's april 15th the w we're gonna start out with some wrestling talk
1: uh-huh uh steve carino
0: <laughs>
1: quit <laughs> hating
0: steve carino <laughs>
1: I don't hate him. You said some things <laughs> about him that I'm I've about. grown as a person. Well, that's good. I like to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sure lot. i Steve will, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll let him know. Call him.
0: I'll send him the weekly update.
1: Mr. Carino. Mr. <laughs> Carino,
0: if you're nasty. Uh, WWE's releasing people. Yeah. And not people that they should be releasing.
1: No. Some they should. Yeah. There's a couple that were like, all right. I mean, so- Bo Dallas has it with... I hate to spoil your list you're about to do, but I saw where Bo Dallas hasn't been on TV since the Saudi Arabia 2019 <laughs> Royal Rumble. Uh
0: well who was the yeah, like Mojo Raleigh is uh, another one. I didn't even know he was still there. Like he was kinda
1: of around with Gronk when Gronk was there. Oh, Wasn't yeah. he Gronk's little buddy? He was. Yeah. Uh
0: so as of right now, the the WWE has released Bo Dallas. Mojo Raleigh. Wesley Blake, uh-huh. who used to team with Buddy Murphy, yeah, on NXT, uh, Callisto, Tucker, and then so those ones, sure, yeah, yeah, makes sense. But then they released uh, Chelsea Green, Mickie James, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce, the iconics, and then Samoa Joe.
1: Samoa Joe. Like, hopefully Joe asked for his release. I mean, he just commentated WrestleMania. I mean, they took him off the Raw commentary team, but still, he he put a poncho on for him. Maybe after the poncho, he was like, <laughs> he was you know like, what? Fuck this. Fuck I'm all out. of this. Yeah, I know TNA had me get kidnapped
0: by ninjas uh-huh. and throw like a dick on my face, <laughs> but this is too far. Uh, you yeah. saw those
1: poncho Joe memes and stuff, and he just uh, he went. Maybe, P- hopefully, goes back Joe. to wrestling Joe. somewhere. Uh, Come wrestle me. Man, you'll give him a match. You'll light him up. Yeah. His real name is Joel, just like he's me. gonna hit you so hard that he'll hurt himself. Yeah. His so hand. That's the plan. Heck yeah, hurt me. Uh, that's weird. Uh, you're surprised? <laughs> yeah, Joe. Hurt me. <laughs> hurt me. More daddy. Oh. <laughs> Samoa More daddy. Samoa daddy. <laughs> uh
0: well that's his name in TNA. What's Samoa Daddy doing <laughs> in the impact zone? Uh, yeah, like, I don't, uh, I was talking to, uh, Draven and Tim and Jason earlier, and Uh Draven had, like, the best line, though, he was like, he was like, uh, Joe, probably go to New Japan, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, uh, and Chelsea Green, I think he said, will go to TNA, probably, and James will go to NWA, and then he goes to rest, will be taking jobs at fast food restaurants (laughs) and, and local Indies. Which is probably true. Yeah. Like local indies are definitely jumping all over those guys. Yeah. Calista Wesley Tucker, Blaine, Tucker, uh, Bo Dallas, Mojo. But man, like I fucking think Chelsea
1: Green uh-huh. is amazing. That's uh, uh, Zach James. Ryder's fiance. Woo woo woo. Uh Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yeah. You don't think Bo Dallas will end up on AEW or I mean maybe TNA? Like, like hopefully like just repackage. Like, AEW as... dark maybe. Yeah. I can't imagine him being a big.
0: I mean, Joe's the only one that I think TNA will, or uh, AEW will really go after. Yeah, uh, you see
1: where uh, CM Punk is? His latest comments about coming back to wrestling.
0: No, I uh, something about wrestling he's, doesn't need him now.
1: Yeah, that. But he was like basically saying for the right story and the right, if it made sense. I mean, he said that. You know, for the money, he'd come back. So, so now I,
0: probably be AEW. Now I want to see CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, I guess they
1: tweeted at each other today about the release and like, stuff. Can't believe they paid us money. Yeah, they fucked up and paid <laughs> Yeah, us? yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Those dudes had like some of my favorite matches ever in Ring of Honor. Yeah, they worked that that one match is like all based around the headlock,
1: like uh, Iron Man matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: yeah. I would. Yeah, I hope that'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I just can't believe they release like how shitty is WWE Creative? Though they can't figure out what to do
1: with Tucker. With Tucker, it's man, Tuck-
0: <laughs> can't figure <laughs> out what to do with Tucky. No, like I, Mickey James, I think would make a really good agent yeah. in AEW uh, for their women's division. Um, but Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, man, like. Billy Kay's entertaining. Yeah, she was I fun think. to watch. Yeah, I think she's really I mean, she was over the
1: top. She kind of didn't really... I'm not sure she was serious, but it seemed like she wasn't taking it super serious. Yeah, like she She wasn't afraid to, like, embarrass gym. herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Me too. And then, like,
0: Peyton Royce just had a match with Asuka uh-huh. on Raw, like, three weeks ago, maybe. It was phenomenal. Like, she's such a good worker. Yeah. But, I don't know, WWE just... Like, I'm, I, I'm somehow now, like, Fully team AW <laughs> like I've came I've come full Whoa, circle on them. you should start a podcast
1: maybe I will yeah man. get three of your other friends what can I call it <laughs> I could do not say that name
0: <laughs> what, on this show what could it be called <laughs> you're going to say hmm it. hmm I'll think about okay. it okay <laughs> all right well so that's wrestling news uh who do you think so do you think out of that list like do you
1: have predictions of where those people go at least, like like the bigger names. I think, uh, uh, like you said, I think Chelsea Green will go to Impact just because that's where Zack Ryder is. And oh, is he? Yeah, okay, I didn't know yeah, that. he's fighting. I didn't know uh, he's him and Brian Myers are about to have a match on like their pay per view or whatever it is. Oh. I read the results okay. still. There's, stuff. Like, I don't they're see like of the, of the toy guys, right? Like, yeah, they have the W. Uh, the the wrestling figure podcast or something like that i watch their videos. They're pretty entertaining guys. And I think Joe hopefully goes to AEW. I would just like to see him wrestle. He's like 37. So, I mean, he probably – I think he would still have some good years left in him. Draven
0: was saying his last run in the WWE, which I don't think I saw much of it because I really wasn't watching wrestling uh, because it just – I mean, it was just really shitty. But Draven was saying, like, it looked like he was just not physically able to go, like – his knees look really
1: bad. Oh, he, yeah. So, I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know. He was hurt a lot. I mean, I know that for sure. He got a concussion film in a commercial. I don't even know how the hell that... <laughs> yeah, that's why he'd been, That's why he's out this most recently. I mean, he, at least you got yours in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a man. Yeah, Joe.
0: <laughs> this is Joe. the start of our match, Joe. I will not wait for Samoa Joe <laughs> to kick your
1: ass. <laughs> and then he'll do the podcast with you. And then we'll be doing the uh, podcast. <laughs> Uh, talking about, remember that Joel guy, a <laughs> uh, guy I killed, uh, he just kept saying, hurt me more, Joe. Smo
0: and daddy.
1: <laughs> daddy. What do you think about, uh, Mickey James? Oh, I think about Mickey James. I ask you what you think. About- <laughs> <laughs> I think she's pretty good. You know, hardcore country. But, I mean, you think she'll go to AEW, TNA? I like your NWA cause her husband's there. Oh, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Nick, was... And women cannot be far away from their man. <laughs> you you do have a thing where you're like all women <laughs> should be next to their husband. I have a thing. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started oh, no, on my move, thing. Let's move on to the next story. Yes, quickly. So
0: this story is actually from uh June 18th, 2020. Okay. I somehow just heard about it. Like I feel like I should have gotten We've like, been
1: pretty busy. I all this Mothman. Still feel like I should have gotten enough <laughs> research. Update.
0: Uh, like I'm on multiple uh, email lists, and I feel like this is what yeah. okay, I'm not. Uh, the headline from the New York Post is, Drunk monkey gets life behind bars for attacking 250 humans.
1: <laughs> what?
0: So that's a, this is a real story. A drunk monkey gets
1: life in jail. So, Kalua the monkey... Well, you're gonna name him Kalua, He's gonna drink. I didn't. Drink. Name, I, didn't name I know.
0: Him. So, uh, so a it, got drunk, um, went on a rampage in India. Okay. At the Kanpur, Kanpur, Kanpur Zoological Park, killed a person. Oh, attacked 250 people. I don't know if they had. So, the way they word it is they attacked 250 people, but I'm assuming, like, the monkey was just running through the crowd. Yeah. Was, and there, was, <laughs> there happened to be, like, 250 people. They are lined up. Like, I don't think they were, like, it was, he, the monkey was going to, I don't know what the like monkey Like, someone's I'm just, not gonna, just run after him and keep count. I won't gender the monkey. Yeah, know, okay.
1: But I can't, I don't, I can't imagine Kalua was just like, <laughs> and you, and, and you. <laughs> uh, trying to beat his personal best. But, uh, so. not even kill somebody. The
0: zookeeper's for the last three years. Uh, or no, so the zookeepers deemed him too dangerous to live amongst his own kind and have sentenced him to solitary confinement for the rest of his life. The alcoholic animal...
1: <laughs> how How does he get liquor or whatever he's drinking? Well... Does he have a fake ID? Hold on. Okay. This gets...
0: Like, you think that's weird. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So... The alcoholic animal belonged to an occultist named Uttar Pradish, whom local authorities believe supplied the, m- the pet with a regular diet of hard liquor and monkey meat. So this is a cannibal? Oh!
1: Punk, murderous monkey.
0: That belonged Man, to an occultist.
1: I want to party with that primate.
0: <sighs> I mean, it sounds...
1: <laughs> Kalua sounds badass. Hell yeah. Uh... Sign him up for AEW. So the person that the monkey killed, that Kalua killed, was
0: uh, the owner. Oh. Uh, which, I mean, I think has happened to every human <laughs>
1: being that's owned a monkey. Yeah. So. I want a monkey so Maybe bad. we should <laughs> stop doing that. Uh, like, like, give me one first. And you lose that, your face. Eventually. Yeah. You're going to uh, have your face ripped off. I mean, but, you know. Uh, what's a face? So, yeah.
0: He's <laughs> he still, or Kalua. Is still, as of twenty twenty, still locked up in its in his own his her own separate cage. Man, like
1: I went through withdrawal. No more alcohol. I doubt they give him alcohol. And no it. more monkey meat. Them alcohol. No more monkey meat. Uh, unless he just takes bites of himself. let's it heals. Taking their little bite. Maybe so.
0: Maybe. Look, I'm sure an occultist owned him. So I'm sure this monkey like can regrow. He's possessed. Yeah. It's like a magical movie. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's I mean, I don't know how we missed this in our twenty twenty review. Yeah.
1: Honestly. We need to go to India now. Let's
0: go. You Free go Kahlua. Now? Yeah. Okay, let's go. We'll be right I'll back, drive. back. I'll drive. BRB. <laughs> uh so moving on to a more current story. Uh and I you said you've you had heard about this. Uh Jaleel White, mm-hmm. friend of the show.
1: Did I do that? Otherwise known as Urkel. Yeah. Uh, he's
0: getting into the weed game. Oh. This is per blackenterprise.com. Stefan. Stefan Urkel. Yes. He's jumping into the weed game, dropping purple Urkel yeah. cannabis with 710 Labs. Uh, so, partnership with the, 710 Labs releasing a new cannabis line called it's purple uh the line will feature variants of the popular cannabis strain purple urkel which he launched in april uh on april it'll launch on april 20th so oh
1: 420 when
0: comes out this episode nope that's it'll tuesday the day after this episode comes 420
1: out. is tuesday yeah you yeah, know two days we're like
0: all over the 420 yeah yeah
1: well so, it's the a girl at work's birthday she's been talking about mm-hmm. it
0: She's like, it's like so crazy. It's my birthday, Mom! It's my birthday on four (laughs) twenty.
1: It's my birthday, Mom. I know who you're talking about, so (gasps)
0: Uh, Jackie. Um, It'll start in California, could eventually move to other states and marketplaces. Uh, it'll be available in eights, vape pens. And whatever the fuck a noodle doink is.
1: <laughs>
0: any idea what that is?
1: No idea. I mean, a noodle go- doink. I'm going to Google this. I, I think they should have named it like Swiss, Cheddar, Sharp. And then like their slogan could be like him going like, got any cheese? Uh, what?
0: I'm Googling noodle doink for you guys. All right, you're on the
1: watch list now. That's fine. Maybe they'll send me noodle doink sounds like. Some sort of a sex toy? Clown wrestler. Okay. Clown Um, wrestler who is also a sex toy. (laughs) So
0: it's the description of a noodle doink. Lay it on me. You get 10 of them. Um, We break the nugs by hand. We roll by hand. No grinders, no cones or machine fills. We use all organic flour from our premium top colas. I don't know if any of this is real. I don't know if any of these words are. <laughs> are these like
1: joints in noodle. It boink? looks like little joints.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I mean, sure. Cool. Uh,
1: yeah. So I mean, did
0: I do that? It's a pretty awesome celebrity, like of all people. Yeah, Urkel. Urkel.
1: Way it's to go. Pretty cool. Jameel.
0: Pretty. Pretty
1: pretty cool pretty cool um screech should come out with one next i think he's dead right he is okay <laughs> yeah
0: i thought so <laughs> i didn't
1: know for sure but i was like i'm pretty sure oh yeah pretty sure that dude's dead yeah man yeah we didn't talk about that either but rest in peace screech uh, they should in 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 you know in like honor of him there needs to be like a screech strain uh what would you call it mm, i don't know Diamond <sighs> Power. His last name was Diamond, you know, Dustin Diamond. Mm. Yeah. I don't I'd call it our uh, nerd. Look, guys, we're not weed namers. Yeah. All right,
0: that's not what we do here on this podcast. I've
1: never even seen weed before. I have no idea what we're talking about. Nope.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not like I see any of it right now or Where?
1: <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Uh
0: so those are the new those are the new stories I found. Uh uh-huh. anything any news you've got?
1: I oh, yeah, this is kind of news, but we're going to do it. I have a little game. We'll play some word association, okay? Ooh, a game. Ooh, do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Well, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> right, word so association yeah, creeped it, out. Just uh, just like a one-word deal, you know? Okay. Uh, Rising. Balls. Okay. Renegades. Lorenzo Lamas. Presidents can go fuck themselves. It's a lot. I like it. Aviators. Oh, the supposed just do one word. Yeah. <laughs> Aviators. Aviators. Uh, pff, uh there's no wrong answers. <laughs> Tented. <laughs> I've <have> no <laughs> idea. <laughs> the glasses. Yeah.
0: Alright. Class- we'll do one more. Uh, Red Wolves. Washington football team.
1: Alright! Yeah. These were all uh Possible new names? Were for they the li- really? Yeah. The only one I heard. Well, So aviators, aviators, presidents, the presidents. They, they emailed some of their like fan group base with like a list of hey, what? I wonder where do you. you I, like? I didn't know where you're pulling these out of. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. Because I was gonna say no, those are all wrong because these are possible names <laughs> of the Washington football team. But I wasn't a, wrong. I win. You win everything. Here's my phone. You can have it. Ah, I'm good. But the rising, the the Washington Rising. <laughs> The Warriors, the Griffins, the Renegades—that no. sounds like an arena football team. Yeah, I like uh, the Red Wolves a lot. I kind of just like the Washington Football Team. It has grown a yeah. lot. Well, aren't
0: they talking about maybe doing? They Washington have Capital
1: or... City Football Club as like one of the choices. And then Washington Football Club, yeah, then, I think, yeah. I, the I DC Football Club. I don't like the soccer thing. No, I, I just like Washington Football Team. Yeah, I mean, it honestly... Didn't Every work. time I see it, I think it says WTF, what the Me fuck, too. but it's... Yeah. A-E-W-T-F. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great I- podcast name. <laughs> good luck getting three friends to do a podcast Goodness with. To
0: text, text three people I know. All right.
1: Uh, God, I yeah. only have one friend to do a podcast with. I do like the... I don't know why, but I like I'll introduce you to him.
0: Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> um, I'm really not interested. Oh. Uh, I have enough people <laughs> I do. I'm friends with. Uh, Way I don't too need more. <laughs> uh... The Red Wolves, though, sound it sounds like a yeah, ar- ca- arena team too, kinda. Yeah,
1: but I think re- I like Red Wolves better than like Renegades. Yeah, Renegades, is, like that's definitely like day one. You're yeah. coming up with like an arena name. I mean, I don't know. What, what what do you think about them being the Redskins? That did that bother you? Do you think that, that they should have changed the name? Uh, I mean, so like it's not my place to be, bo- I mean, yeah. Uh, either they say either way. It yeah. I mean, if it, if,
0: if it's an issue uh-huh with a group of people then yeah like we i think i think we've done enough to <laughs> the native indigenous American, people yeah. that we should probably be like okay cool if you don't <laughs> want us to have a football
1: team named after you know like i think we should be cool about yeah, that that's good that's I yeah agree with that. i guess the indians are i think they're changing their name after the this indians year. are supposed to be changing their name yeah. and then i
0: think the uh, there's another one i thought uh I know that there was talk about the Chiefs. Oh yeah, okay. But I don't know if that one's going to be. They should just be
1: the chefs, <laughs> the Kansas City <laughs> chefs. Yeah. I like it. No, we're cooking. Oh wait, that's that's like raises against a group Italians. of Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a spicy meat meatball. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can't do that. No. Uh, you, nobody should do that. Uh, we would never do it.
1: I didn't
0: do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I kind of like I think the reason I like the Red Wolves Is because it like NWO Wolfpack <laughs> Yeah So like so Washington Wolfpack <laughs> Oh yeah There we go You listening to Dan it.
1: Snyder? I hope
0: You probably aren't But probably not uh, That team has a lot of issues Like not even like Just uh as a football team It uh-huh. has like a, I guess Win loss record Yeah but, like, There's so many issues About like They did creepy ass shit Yeah to the cheerleaders. with the cheerleaders and- So like the name's, like, the least of their worries, I think. but I think. Yeah, but they want
1: people to focus
0: on the names. <laughs> I think they prefer to be, like, even, like, the bad publicity. Yeah. Like, I think they'd be, like,
1: yeah, let's talk <laughs> about that now. How terrible would that name be?
0: <laughs> uh, like we have Chase Young. Dude, Chase Young's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, I, whatever they call themselves, uh, if if you're a betting man uh-huh. or woman like me. Like you. Uh, I'd put a little bit of money on them winning the NFC uh uh, oh, you, hear
1: you heard it! You heard it! You heard it! You don't hear it here first. You don't everybody. hear it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think because uh, they were. I mean, they look. They look good last year. So Redskins versus Browns <laughs> in the well, not the Redskins, but I can't say that the football team versus the Browns in the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I they they signed uh, Clowny.
0: I know. Yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be. I'd still. I really wish we could figure out a way to do. Browns and Bills. Yeah. And I wish, they, like, I know that's the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. I, 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 like we got to
1: figure out a way, like, we're going to chalkboard, like, try to, like, work out an equation where... Well, we could <laughs> just make one of them an NFC team. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo? They need to realize... Like,
0: I hate that the fucking Cowboys are in the NFC East. Yeah. Like, I get it because back in the day, like, because of markets, like, that's uh-huh. why. But it's, it's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh... Like realign that shit. Like why? Like it's so stupid that yeah. it's like the uh, Washington
1: and New York, New York, Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, and, then and Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, Buffalo would be great. Take, right take there, the right? Steelers, yeah, or Let's take just... the Steelers. Please take the Please Steelers. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, this week
0: we're gonna be talking about uh, a fellow that. Goes missing. Um, as usual, cops drop the goddamn ball as we, like, seems like almost every story we do, yeah. cops are incompetent. Yep. Uh, and it just so happens that. Well, I
1: don't think it makes a very good story if, like, oh, and the cops figured it out. And- <laughs> <laughs> so this guy went missing. Cops found him two days later. He was fine. Yeah. Uh, cops really did a good job, man. Go cops. Go cops. <laughs> Love them. Go cops. Uh,
0: okay, so. Jake Millison, uh was 29 years old. He was living in small Colorado town of Gunnison with his mother on his family's property known as the 7-Eleven Ranch. Oh, as far as I know, it has nothing to do with the convenience store. It was store. just always open. I, I guess I don't. <laughs> I really I couldn't find why they called it yeah. the 7-Eleven Ranch. Uh, he spent most nights at a local dive bar called the Alamo, and according to his friends, was a creature of habit. If you had plans to go to the movies on a Saturday, he'd text you on a Wednesday uh, asking you what time you should pick you up, text you again on Thursday and Friday to confirm. Uh, like, when they went on motorcycle trips to California, he was always the one that brought, like, tarps and first aid kits. Yeah. Just always ready, you know. Um, stay ready. Stay ready. Don't get Be ready. ready. <laughs> stay uh, ready. He'd drive into town most evenings, work out at the local gym, stop by the Alamo.
1: He was, How much could he bench? Uh, $575. Three pounds. I can do more. Okay, let's no, see. No, I, I cannot. Pick up that box of records.
0: Again. I already
1: did. <laughs> um,
0: Yeah, you definitely have like five hernias. Yeah. Uh, I have this giant box of records in here that's three feet tall.
1: Maybe? Yeah, probably uh, two and a half, three feet. Yeah, and Joel fucking hossed up. Pick it up <laughs> Pick <laughs> Picked that pretty, over my head. Pretty sure he, sh- he pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that what that smell that's is? That's what that is. I yeah. cannot tell anymore when I poop myself. It, it just slips right out. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Those I left my cork at home. poor Zuball's <laughs> uh, Red, white, and brown now. All right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So he would always sit at the same... I'm strong. That's the point of your little antidote. That was not the
0: point. Okay. Uh, so he would always sit at the same table, always order the same drink, which was a Coke. Oh. Um Anything he wouldn't... He didn't really drink alcohol or anything. Uh, when he did, it would like make him really nervous, which is a weird side effect. Of uh-huh, of alcohol, yeah. Um, But he had, like, a really close-knit group of friends. Uh, uh, They'd shoot pool for a couple hours. Then he'd head home to the ranch. He kind of, like, just went on, like, clockwork. Like, Uh same routine. Uh, I know that, (laughs) Drew. He definitely wasn't the kind of person to just fall off the face of the earth. Yeah.
1: But uh, that's what he did in May of 2015. Well, the earth is flat, so it's easy to fall off of. I have heard that. (laughs) (laughs) You just dangle your legs off the side, and then you're like, oh, this is it. Wouldn't that be cool? To dangle your legs off the side of the earth. Like, I wish
0: those idiots were right,
1: because that would be
0: awesome. Just, like, walk to the edge of the earth and be like, all right, man. Just going to chill here for a little while.
1: And then just fall
0: off. And then just, all right, I'm out. Yep. Jump (laughs) off. I'm done. Uh, Okay, so Gunnison, uh, Colorado, is on the western slope of the Rocky Mountains. Has a population of about 6,500 people. Uh, it's a mix of hippies, hunters, college kids, ranchers, uh, mountain bikers at a place called the Traders Rendezvous. You can get like a old antique rifle or like a taxidermied animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right down the street from that, there's a place called the Shaman's Corner, which is a combination massage parlor. Tattoo shop, wink, and metaphysical gift shop. Whatever that. Means. A metaphysical
1: gift shop. So cool, You're, you're like buying like ideas for people. You're buying ideas. <laughs> yes. I brought you. I bought you some positive vibes, man. <laughs> man. I wrapped them up with my heart.
0: Smoke me if you got them. <laughs> uh, so Jake's parents split up when he was six, uh, and his sister. Don't was, blame yourself, Jake. Uh, he was six. His, ste- his sister Stephanie was seven uh his father ray once the divorce happened moved to uh, rural or just new mexico uh his mom deb got remarried to a fella named rudy Rudabaugh. Rudy Rudabaugh. which i had to go look because i thought that was the i thought that was rudy was uh-huh. the movie rudy oh, yeah. and i was like well there's no way this fucking guy's name <laughs> but it's it's rudy like rubega or okay. or it's pretty close but anyways So he didn't. She didn't marry Rudy.
1: Yeah, Rudy, Rudy.
0: (laughs) Uh, This Rudy, Rudy Rudy, Rudabaugh. Rudy Rudy, Rudabaugh was a widowed rancher uh, who was two decades older than her. Twenty years. That's what. Yep. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. What's three decades? Thirty years. You. What's four and a half decades?
1: Let's move on. I passed out. You passed out. (laughs) I shit myself. I shit myself again. (laughs)
0: Uh, so Rudy was, like, a very well-known person in Gunnison. Everyone had a story about him. Yeah. He, uh, as one man would put it, he was a tough little turd. I mean, nah. That's how I refer to you to people. <laughs> tough little turd? Yeah. i like, oh, Joe, he's a tough little <laughs> turd. I'm just glad you're referring me to people. Uh, he was a, he served as a frogman in World War II. All right. Uh, and he would, like, do that whole thing where he would, like, uh, being they're called ri- uh, rice paddies, uh-huh. like the little watery things. Like he'd, oh, ribbedine. He'd have the fucking like ribbit straw. Oh yeah, through the water. Like uh-huh. he was that guy. Oh nice. Um, but once the war was over, he bought the Seven Eleven Ranch and he began a hunting business out of it.
1: All so right. like he would take people out on hunting trips uh-huh. and stuff, um, corner the poor defenseless animals and make it really easy for people to kill them. Yes, cool. <laughs> Basically, awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, way to go, Rudy. Rudabaugh. Rudabaugh. He did things his own way. Uh, the, you know, In the pre-cell phone era, he used carrier pigeons to oh. send messages between the camps.
1: Just like Mike Tyson.
0: Yes, just, okay. just like Mike Tyson. Uh, when Jake and Stephanie were little, uh, Rudy and Deb bought a African lion cub, kept it chained up in the horse corral, and fed it roadkill. Uh, Neighbors complained about it because it would frighten the shit out of their livestock. Well, yeah, a fucking lion. And the lion was eventually shot and killed from the highway in like a drive-by shooting,
1: basically. Oh, wow. So, interesting fucking life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um course, they ate it. What's lion meat taste like? I'd, be, li- I'd be lying if I. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is your house, but get the fuck <laughs> out. Oh. I'm leaving. <laughs> Uh, Jake. And- I just shit myself Turn-
0: again. <laughs> Turn the lights out when you're done. <laughs> uh, Jake and Stephanie were homeschooled by their mom, uh mostly just so they could help her on the ranch. Uh huh. Like I don't know how much schooling was being done. Uh, because there was always a lot of work on the 700 acre ranch. They would brand calves, uh bale hay, repair like equipment, lead hunting trips, care for the horses. Um, Rudy got older. He was already, you know, 20 years older than yeah. he, two decades. Two decades. Uh, and he was having trouble keeping up with everything. So Jake kind of got, like, the bulk of the work put on him and was expected to keep shit up. Uh,
1: the family, like... I mean, I'd probably disappear, too, if I had to all, do all that responsibility <laughs> put on me. Uh,
0: so the family was often the last to finish putting up their hay for the season because Rudy... And Jake had to do all the work themselves. Yeah. Like Rudy's getting old. He can't really... So and Jake's always at the Alamo. Jake's always getting... Br- well, not drunk. He's <laughs> <just> <laughs> drinking Cokes at the Alamo. Yeah, he's, he's getting
1: hopped up on sugar. <laughs> um,
0: uh, Jake's friend and former neighbor, uh dude named Adam... Cat- uh, Talk about Cokehead. Cathizer, I uh, would say. Uh, and when Rudy was no longer able to do anything on the farm, it just all got dumped on Jake. So. Yeah. Um, he started attending public school for the first time as a teenager. He would get in trouble a lot because he would have like a rifle in the back of his truck and he didn't realize that was like, not, that's a- not allowed. Yeah. I, mean, I can't just have a rifle
1: on school property.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he basically spent his, like he spent his entire youth isolated on this ranch. Yeah. Like he had no idea like what yeah. was, you know, cool or not cool. Um, he's like, where do
1: you guys have all your lions at? Yeah. Like, what? You, guys- you don't have a lion. <laughs>
0: Weird. Uh, Like, I brand all of you, or like, just. uh, So he was very uh, quiet, Uh introverted, but he made friends with like other people kind of like him. FFA members. F. What's
1: that stand for? The Future Farmers of America. You guys didn't have that BHS. Your high school.
0: I, dude, I didn't. Get involved with anything? Yeah, I I didn't. I mean, I wasn't involved either. I just, I I just knew in in.
1: little last Springfield, Ohio, where I went. Like the FFA was a big deal.
0: There's not. I mean, Parkersburg is not a big farming. Yeah. So we had like the. I mean, there was ROTC. Uh huh. Uh, I don't think there was there. I don't remember there being clubs or anything.
1: I say me and you start the FFA. I don't know shit about farming. Dude. <laughs> well, we're going to be farmers in the future. we got to learn now, prepare for the future, because we're future farmers of America. All right, well, this is our new life. Uh, <laughs> join us on our new podcast. <laughs> Farm Life.
0: F-F-A-T-F. <laughs> uh, so, after high school, uh, Jake stayed at the ranch, of course, while most of his friends were in apartments in town. Uh, he Jake really didn't like people. Uh-huh. Um, like was... Like, his friends were, like, he would pretty much do anything for them. Yeah. He just didn't like any other people. Yeah. Um, I get that. totally get that. Sure. Uh, he, like, his friends said that he actually kind of, like, it was kind of exhausting how much he wanted to hang out with them. Uh-huh. Like, they loved him and they wanted to be with him, but they were like, fuck, do we need, like, a break. Yeah. Like he probably, like...
1: I assume that's how everybody feels about me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: Dude, if you could just give me, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. And
1: I apologize to every single person in the world that I I feel a, that, way, that I am such a burden upon you. And I, I realize it. I always, I'm always, always like, nobody actually wants yeah. <laughs> to be in this room right now. I'd uh, rather uh, be anywhere than here right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like coming here. They would basically say
0: that, uh, like, yeah, he, he was an asshole. He uh-huh. was their asshole. Yeah. So, um so then, when he was 23, when Jake was 23, uh, Rudy died. This was 2009. nine. All right, R.I.P. Stephanie received an inheritance of $30,000. Dang. But Jake didn't get any money. And... Jake got dick! The assumption was that uh, him and his stepbrother Shane, which was Rudy's son from his first marriage, would just inherit the ranch. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks,
0: dude. <laughs> uh... So now the entire ranch was kind of left to him. Like, all of the work. Uh, Sell that shit. And, like, his friends, like, were always like, dude, fucking bail. Like, you know. and Like, hay bale? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, as much as he really didn't, like, seem to enjoy being at the ranch or whatever, he was stubborn and he wanted to make it work.
1: His responsibility, so he's gonna do it. Yeah. So uh, let's
0: take a quick break. All right, right there, and then we'll get back, and we are going to get into what happened. So it have been five days.
1: We're back.
0: It's been five days. <laughs> we stopped for a week. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Jake's now got all of the burden of the ranch uh. on his shoulders. Uh, no one to really help him. Uh, he's sticking in there, though. So, uh, his friends hadn't heard from him in about five days. So, on Wednesday, May 20th, 2015, they drove out to the ranch, Uh they didn't see Jake anywhere. They saw his motorcycles, which he apparently was a big fan of motorcycles. Uh-huh. quite a few of them. Um, and then they saw his dog, or his truck, and they saw his dog, Elmo.
1: Uh-huh. Um, then they saw Jake's mom. Is Elmo a good boy? Does it say in the story? Well, I assume okay. Elmo's a good boy. Yeah, he's, he's a good boy. He's got to be a good boy. <laughs> a good boy. Good, they're all good boys. <laughs> they're all good boys. Uh,
0: so, Jake's, they spotted Jake's mother, Deb, out in the horse corral. Uh, she told Nate Lopez and Randy Martinez, the two friends, that Jake had gone to Reno, Nevada to train at a mixed martial arts gym oh. uh, and that he wasn't responding to anybody's text because he had dropped his phone in an irrigation ditch and left it behind to dry out in a bag of rice. Uh, while her explanation seemed logical, they just thought it was a bit weird. Yeah, like, they just didn't. It didn't really feel right. So, another few days pass. They still haven't heard from Jake. Um, his friends keep calling, stopping by the ranch. Is
1: this Jake Shields? The, uh, what was this? Last? Isn't he a UFC fighter? He's a UFC fighter. <laughs> it's no, not I, him. I know.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: or maybe it is. Yeah. You just spoiled Solved the, it. You just spoiled the twist.
0: Ah. Uh, the big twist. That's why no one likes me. That guy everyone knows. <laughs> That's Jake why Shields. no one likes me. Uh. So, yeah, they keep calling. They keep stopping by the ranch. No word from Jake. Uh, Deb just keeps saying that she'll let them know when he's back. Uh-huh. Um, and she started to seem like she was just annoyed. Yeah. Uh, like with them. Yeah. For worrying. Um, so about a week later, uh, a Gunnison County patrol sergeant named Mark Michael uh, was alerted to Jake's disappearance. And he called the ranch. Deb told him that he had taken off with a friend who she couldn't remember the guy's name. Um... That she was pretty sure that they were going to Reno to go camping, though. So there's the new story. Yeah. Um, she said that he did this sometimes. That he just up and vanished sometimes. Yeah. And again, she seemed more irritated that somebody was checking than she did. Like she didn't seem worried. Yeah. Um, Mark Michael, The ser- the sergeant he marked this. He marked the case as unfounded because, sure. Like I don't want to do any more work on yeah. this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's um, but, not worried. I'm not
1: worried. Yeah.
0: So, Jake's friends, though, just keep insisting, like, hey, this isn't right. Something's yeah. going on. So, like, a week later, they call, they get my Mike call, Mike, Mark, my call, I hate his name, <laughs> to call the ranch again. Uh, this time, she admits that her and her son, Jake, had been arguing uh, because he was still 30, living at home. Uh, he was always asking her for money. Uh-huh. So, she said that they've been arguing about that. I mean, he, she has, he doesn't have a job. He's got to take care of his ranch. So. Yeah. Uh, she says that he grabbed some camping equipment, a gun, uh, some cash, uh, and then jumped into a car with someone that she didn't recognize. She just assumed he was in Nevada looking for work, or in California with his friends, or in New Mexico with his father. <laughs> so, Or maybe MMA. <laughs> or he's Jake Shields. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, money at this point had become an issue on the ranch. Uh, it was not thriving the way it once was. Uh-huh. Um, ranching in general... Was not what it was. Uh, economic pressure and climate change had kind of fucked up ranching. Um, so, like, since this is just some r- little random information, since since 2000, uh, the Colorado River Basin uh, has been going through an unprecedented period of drought.
1: Oh, and that's not good. That's not good. No. Um, and then the
0: cost of living has been right has been raising. Uh, the suicide rate in Gunnison. Uh, At other uh, Colorado counties are is more than twice the national average.
1: Oh wow, fun place. Yeah, so good place to go. Yeah, um, open up a funeral parlor.
0: <laughs> uh, so a lot of uh, because of the like the water deficit, a lot of Colorado's cities um, have turned to what they call a buy and dry policy, which is where farmers agree to let their land. Um, kind of just, like, they don't really do anything on it, uh-huh. and they sell the water rights to the urban areas. So, like, I don't know how that works exactly, but, so, like, they don't really touch their land. Yeah. Their cities come in and get the water somehow. Yeah.
1: I don't know. And they don't, yeah, they're not, like, probably using the water to do all their stuff. And, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, they just don't
0: really have their ranch, any, like, they don't, have, yeah. they don't have their land anymore. Oh. Um, So, like, ranch life had become something at this point more, of like, that a wealthy hobbyist would do. Uh, more so than like a real cowboy, like that really was, that wasn't really happening anymore. Yeah. Um, so actually, in Gunnison County, not far from the Seven Eleven Ranch, uh, the billionaire businessman Bill Koch, which have you ever heard of the Koch brothers? Nope. K O C H. They are uh. terrible human beings. Okay. Um, he built a private. It it's private. It's a private pr- like property. Uh huh. It is a replica of an old West town because this is how much money this guy has. Yeah. He built a replica of an old West town, complete with a saloon, church, jail, and train station. Uh, it's 21,000 square feet. Or there's a 21,000 square foot mansion on it, stocked with memorabilia, including firearms that belong to Jesse James and Sitting Bull. So, like, he just has his own little personal playground, old West town. Yeah, um, Because people have too much fucking money. <laughs> uh, so... While a lot of news accounts after this story broke would refer to the Seven Eleven Ranch as like a $3 million ranch, it was more of a junkyard, as yeah. what his friends would say. Uh, Jake lived in the lodge nearby, or on the ranch, which was intended for like big gatherings and camp suppers and like when they had yeah. the hunting parties and stuff, but now it was just like filled with Deb and Rudy's shit. Oh. Um, so like he just kind of like, I guess he just had like a little bed in there. Yeah.
1: Um, little corner.
0: So, face was more than they could handle. The family sold off a lot of the livestock and stopped doing the hunting trips. So, money just dried up. And since Jake didn't receive a paycheck because he just spent all his time working on the ranch, yeah. um, and since he didn't inherit any money and the property was going to be his, he still would like to go do things. So, he just always asked Deb for money. Like, I don't know yeah. what she did, but she had money.
1: Um, and he
0: would, she would kind of be shitty about. Or maybe it. she
1: got left some money too, or an insurance. Yeah. I mean, or she something. might have had a job too. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, but he did. He found ways to make money on his own, though. He would cut and sell firewood. Uh, he worked part time for a landscaping company. Like, I have no idea when this dude had any time <laughs> to do anything he wanted. Yeah. Uh, he came up with a scheme once to grow marijuana and sell it to college kids, which his friends thought was hilarious. Uh, they would basically be like, "You don't even smoke weed. Like, how yeah. are you going to? Like, you don't even know what you're doing." But he did it. He even at one point uh, grew
1: mushrooms. Oh.
0: And he started a chimney sweeping business. So, like, Jake was involved in in a lot of shit. A Jake
1: of all trades. A
0: Jake of all trades. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) That was adorable.
1: Uh, (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) So,
0: uh, most of his friends hoped that he had just decided fuck this, I don't want to do this yeah. anymore, and he bailed. Like, he actually was in California or New Mexico or Reno.
1: Um, they,
0: like, they completely could buy that he decided to say, fuck his family and the ranch. But
1: they would probably say bye to the friends. They now. couldn't
0: really believe that he would just leave them. Yeah. So, um, in June... Uh, Jake's friend, Max, and his sister, Molly, went and talked to that Mark Michael guy at the Sheriff's
1: Department. So many M's. Max yeah, and Mike. Max, it's Max Matheny, too. Max and Molly. went. Max to and bike. Molly
0: Matheny talked to Mark Michael
1: uh, Oh, my.
0: <laughs> Molly had called Jake's dad, Ray, um, and he was like, yeah, I haven't heard from him in weeks. You should, we, like, you, there should definitely be a missing persons report filed. Uh, but Mark Michael the sheriff guy uh-huh. her, he didn't think that was necessary.
1: He's talked to his mom on the phone twice. Exactly. Okay. That's pretty much what He's he said. He's on top of it. Yeah. That's pretty much
0: what he said. He just was like, well I've already talked to his mom and yeah. she said it's fine, so it's fine. Um but finally after like a lot of pressure, they they reopened the case and they alerted law enforcement to be a lookout in Reno mm-hmm. for Jake um when his friend um I forget this guy's name now uh but his friend filed a missing person report and the sheriff department just kept saying that the family doesn't want that
1: yeah
0: so uh most of jake's friends were repeatedly told that only family members could file the report but uh, according to colorado law uh any person with the relevant credible information suggesting that a person is missing may make a missing person report yeah so they couldn't figure
1: out why even i can't why didn't the dad try Maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't know how involved he was. Like, I feel like the cops just didn't want to. I mean, it's
0: been like a while. Like yeah. it's been, it's not just like it's not like twenty four hours. Yeah. Like, it's been a few days now yeah. for so, a creature
1: habit that yeah to just leave go your miss dog him. too. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna leave Elmin. Not Elman. Behind, No.
0: Um. So uh, let me see here. Um. Jake's friends though refuse to let it go. Uh, however, Jake's sister Stephanie messaged one of Jake's friends and said, quote, Do you have any idea who keeps reporting Jake missing? I would really like it if they could just call my mom instead. So, like, <laughs> the whole family's just like, hey. Knock it off. Stop it. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> that's funny that you say knock it off. Jake's friends called the ranch so much that the sheriff literally told them knock it off. You kids. Quit worrying about your friends. Yeah. Uh, so... Three years before Dang. Jake went missing, uh, Stephanie. I thought been, you were gonna say three years later. <laughs> Who had been living in Denver with uh, her husband and son, uh, she had moved back to Gunnison three wow. years before he went missing. Uh, she earned money by taking tourists on horseback rides. Uh, she wanted to give her son like a country upbringing. Um, she described herself as not good with backhoe things. But she was, like, really good with horses and, like, a country girl. Uh-huh. So, uh, despite their shared upbringing, Stephanie and Jake didn't get along with each other. Um, she texted a friend once and said that, yeah, he's mellow with his friends, but with family, he's a complete dick. Um, Jake wasn't happy that she came back to town. Like, they just didn't get along yeah. with each other. Uh, and mostly, he was worried that she got the $3,000 inheritance and she was going to try to get the ranch. Like, yeah. You know. Um So they would kind of worked out like a little bit of a peace treaty, though. They just avoided each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, Stephanie's husband, Dave, was not on Jake's Christmas card list. He just (laughs) was not a fan of the guy. Uh, He said Dave was cocky. Just everything about Dave pissed Jake off.
1: And honestly, Um, if he didn't
0: like his sister that much, he was probably going to hate whoever she married anyway. To give you an idea of Dave, uh, his car was a white Ford station wagon with flames painted on it wow so you know kind of a cool guy (laughs) i definitely also don't like dave (laughs) Uh, jake's friends would say that uh jake's annoyance with dave had like a underlining level of fear to it though because jake would tell them that dave was unpredictable and like violent yeah uh he would always kind of make jokes about how he had to keep a gun on him at all times in case Dave attacked him. Jesus. So Jake had been uh, training at a, at a uh, MMA gym in Gunnison. He loved it. Um, But he mostly was doing it because he felt like he might need it. Yeah.
1: So, a little hand-to-hand combat.
0: Things would get heated on the ranch. Uh, One day, Jake uh, plowed snow into a huge bank that blocked Dave's car. They started <laughs> arguing. Dave took off his jacket. He had a gun on him. Uh, Dave would later say that he was planning on setting the gun aside so they could fist fight. Yeah, like real cowboys. (laughs) Yes, rootin' tootin' cowboys. Yeah. Uh, So that afternoon, actually, Jake went and filed for an order of protection against Dave. Uh, It didn't go into effect. If it had went into effect, Dave would have pretty much been banned from the ranch, which basically means Stephanie and her son would have been banned. I Yeah. um, Jake withdrew the complaint, though, a few days later. He just didn't want to cause any issues. Uh, Stephanie was furious though. And her and Dave moved to an apartment in town. She went on a, they found, I don't know how the fuck they found this, but on a website called moms.com in 2014, she wrote, my younger brother is trying to ruin my life. How can I make my mom see that it is unhealthy for him to be there controlling her and her property? Like he owns it. Uh, by the following year, Deb seemed to have taken her daughter's advice Um, Stephanie messaged a friend on Wednesday, May 13th, and said, my mom might be kicking my brother out soon. And that Friday night was the last time anyone saw Jake. Ooh. So a few days later, Stephanie posted on Facebook, quote, "Uh, have you ever been woken up with such awesome news you wanted to run outside screaming? And a friend replied, no more Jake. And then a bunch of question marks. And Stephanie wrote, apparently he's in Reno. Long story, I'll tell you soon. So... Things are getting iffy. Yeah. Uh, so weeks go by. Jake's friends are getting more and more frustrated by the lack of anybody giving a shit. Yeah. Um, just no one felt like it was an emergency. No one seemed worried about it. Family so, it seemed like they just went on with their life. So the friends decided if the fucking police weren't going to do anything about it, they would start looking into shit on their own. So They, they got their
1: van. They got their dog. They painted flames on the side. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got Elmo. Uh, went to the haunted... Carnival. So
0: they, as they're, like, kind of just out looking, like, trying to find anything, they find uh, at a hardware store, in a, in a hardware store parking lot, they find Jake's 1976 Harley Sportster, which was his, like, favorite bike. Uh-huh. But it had a brand new shitty paint job on it. Like, somebody had hurried. Yeah. You know. Um. And Dave was riding it. Oh. And uh Jake's friend would say if Jake ever saw Dave breathing, even breathing on his motorcycle, it would have been the end of the world. And this guy's riding around on it and painted it. And he's and he says, "Why is it spray painted with all these shitty colors?" So like they're like there's no fucking way that Jake would just, you know. So two other friends were out shopping for used bikes and they discovered couple, uh two more of Jake's motorcycles. They were for sale in a local shop. Uh, so they obtained a copy of the title to one of them, a Honda, and it had both Jake's and Deb's signatures on it, but it was clearly a forgery. They said you could see Deb's signature and you could see Jake's signature underneath it. And it was the same hand, like shitty hand. Yeah. Name. So probably Deb signing them both. Mm hmm. Um, so that's what they were thinking. Like if he had just kind of like went off to Reno or wherever, and the family assumed he would come back. Yeah. Why were they selling his shit? Yeah, pain. Um, st- so one day, uh, this uh, the guy's name is uh, Hold on, Antrin- Antranic Ajarian. I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, but that's like one of Jake's like best friends. So let me find where I was. Uh, so one day. Uh, a Jarian ran into Deb at a grocery store and he starts asking like, Hey, where's Jake? What's going on? Yeah. Like, have you heard from him whatever. And she, he's like, have you filed a missing person report? And she says something to the effect of that. Well, I don't want to get in trouble and fi- to, uh, I don't want to get in trouble for filing a false report. If Jake just turns up. So like, that's what she was worried about. Uh, so three months after Jake was last seen, Deb finally fucking reports him missing Three months Three months And she says that Mom of the year She says that uh, It was his interest in martial arts That had brought him into contact with a bad crowd Quote I figure he got in over his head with something And is either either in witness protection (laughs) or, Or in hiding or dead So like Real concerned Yeah uh so Ajarian creates a Facebook page called Where's Jake Millicent, gets right to the point. Um he posts photos from like their trips and he's just asking people, like, hey, if you you know, see him, uh-huh. if you know anything about it, let us know. Uh so someone reports they uh I don't know if they they reported it to the Facebook page, I don't know what, but yeah. somebody reports that they saw Deb, Stephanie and Dave burning Jake's mattress just a couple days after Jake had disappeared. Like a day after, maybe. Um, which, you know, could be true, could not be true. People yeah. like to get involved. Like, people like to say they know things. Yeah. But, um, and then someone else pointed out that right after Jake disappeared, uh, Dave had changed his profile picture on Facebook. And in the new photo, he was in front of one of Jake's motorcycles posing. So, uh, the, the tips that came in, the Facebook group, were all shared with law enforcement. Um, and then finally, like, that made law enforcement, okay, there might be something. Here. Yeah. Which, you know, good job, guys. <laughs> uh, so, when winter came around, uh, shit at the ranch started going bad. Dave would text a friend and say that he's sick of being a slave for Stephanie and her mother on the ranch while they're just hanging out in this warm, cozy fucking lodge, which is what he told his friend, uh, because now he's having to do all the work. Yeah, he's doing the work that Dave was <laughs> that, doing. That Jake. Or Jake, know. I mean. Uh, so apparently he says that when he threatened to leave the ranch and quit doing all the work, Stephanie brandished a gun Damn. and fired a bullet in the floor. Don't know if that's true or not. Uh, around the same time, Deb's health began to deteriorate. Uh, within a year, she was admitted to the hospital for a collapsed lung, and a biopsy revealed that she had stage 4 breast cancer. Um, Yowzer. Even though Jake's friends would attempt to keep the investigation going, months passed without any developments. A year goes by, and then another year, uh, and everybody kind of seemed like they were just getting used to Jake being gone. Yeah. And it really started to bother his friends. Like, you know, they finally thought they had some momentum.
1: It would suck but, not knowing.
0: Yeah. Um... The family just lived their lives like Jake, like it didn't matter. Like, they were just completely cool with all of this. Uh, this they sound like the best piece. This part here, man. Like, this is like the... So, although the investigation stalled for years, the Gunnison County Sheriff's Department disputes the idea that it didn't take Jake's friend's concerns seriously. Quote, we were working pretty hard. It just takes a really long time. You can't just show up somewhere and search. There's a thing called the Fourth Amendment. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, but yeah, but you can investigate things, yeah, guy. You can kind of just what show your up job and is. search. Yeah, get a warrant. <laughs> get some, like, use some evidence and get a fucking warrant. Yeah. So, yeah, we tried. We tried. We were doing a lot of work. We called him twice.
1: <laughs> I don't know Did why. Did you hear about the phone calls? I, know, I
0: assume that's what <laughs> yeah. guys in Colorado's are like. <laughs> so, finally, the Sheriff's Department asked the Colorado Bureau of Investigation for help. Two years after Jake's disappearance, God dang. Uh, his friend and meets with a CBI agent who tells him, um, quote, I can't tell you anything, but things are in the works for you guys. So In this, the works? In the works. Works, okay. So the CBI actually did some work. Uh, so on July 17th, 2017, uh, official uh, law enforcement vehicles crowded the county highway by the 7-Eleven Ranch. Ambulance and fire trucks waited, search teams and dogs spread out over the 700 acres, and later that day, they found a body.
1: What, well, there's 711 acres, and that's why it's the 711 Ranch. Maybe. That's probably, mm. there you go. All right. I'm going to assume that's what it was. <laughs> solved another one. Good <laughs> work. End of
0: the episode, guys. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Jake was fine. Uh, ah! <laughs> once we solved the mystery. He was good. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so they find a body
1: uh, like the first fucking day they search.
0: Yeah. Would have been real cool if they would have put some effort in. Or- like two years earlier. <laughs> um, so, of course, the news spreads fast. Uh, they find out that the entire, pretty much the entire time, Jake's body had been wrapped in a tarp and buried in a manure, po- manure pile in the corral. Jesus. Uh, so, the fact that the body fell found on the ranch... Pretty much confirms that it was a family member yeah. that did it. Um, but they didn't know which one. Stephanie had a lifetime animosity toward her brother. Uh, plus, like, the whole inheriting the ranch thing. Um, Deb, they got in arguments about money a lot. And they just, whatever. And then, of course, Dave, who seems yeah. like a goddamn psycho. Yeah. Paints his fucking car with flames on it. <laughs> um, oh, All man. three family members were interviewed... Or questioned multiple times uh, separately, their stories always contradicted each other. They were always very confusing, and they were always very self-serving. So basically,
1: trying to save themselves. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Everyone Probably agreed. Probably still not worried
1: that you know that they found they are Jake's body, yeah.
0: and they all tried to pass it off that Jake had been his mother's favorite. Um.
1: I was gonna the- say they pass off it might be suicide. <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't think they even actually thought about that. Um, well, wrapping yourself in a tarp and burying yourself in manure is probably not a, a bit thing. hard to do. Yeah. Uh, so
0: Deb would tell investigators um, that Stephanie kept trying to get her to evict Jake, that he was a freeloader, and that without tough love, he he never become independent. Um, even Deb would claim that Stephanie would say things like, the only way he's going to leave here voluntarily is if he's in a body bag. Oh. Um,
1: That's not voluntary, Stephanie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so her efforts seemed to work. Investigators found an amended version of Deb's will dated three weeks before Jake vanished. Uh, instead of leaving the, the ranch to Jake and Shane,
1: the uh, stepson, or the- Yeah, the son of- bro- Son-in-law.
0: The brother-in-law, whatever. Yeah. Um, everything would go to Stephanie was the amended will jake got nothing um so deb told investigators that the week jake went missing she'd been exhausted from working the night shift at a nursing home so there you go she worked at a nursing All home right. she'd asked jake to take care of an errand um he'd left the job half finished and then he just went into town and she said that was the last straw she waited till he fell asleep that night and shot him in the head Jeez. she said that she disposed of his body on her own the investigators pressed her on this, asked, how would it be possible? She's, like, small and frail. Yeah. Uh, and she would say, Yankee ingenuity, with, like, a smile. So, okay. Um, she said she'd rolled his body into up in a plastic sheet, used toe straps and a winch to maneuver it out onto an ATV, and then taken it out to the crowd. Yeah, I can see that. Central so, girls will survive. Maybe. Um... When investigators told Stephanie that her mother had confessed to murdering Jake, she broke down. Uh, oh my God! She said, "Are you fucking serious? I can't breathe." But the officers kind of like they that it was bullshit. To them. It was an act. Yeah. Um, you know, there was the Facebook post about her getting awesome news once Jake was gone. She really didn't give a shit that he was gone. Uh, so then she they so they keep pressing her and they keep questioning her. She finally says. Okay, honestly, I didn't know anything until a couple months ago. Uh, she says that Dave was digging manure in the manure pile when he just uncovered uh, the body of what looked like, at first, a large animal. She said it was partially mummified, wrapped in plastic. Uh, they thought it was just an animal. Yeah. But she, but he called her over and he, he asked, is that what you think? It, is this what you think it is? And she said, maybe it is. Let me call mom. So... She calls Deb. Deb tells her to stay away from the body, uh, and she tells Stephanie, according to Stephanie, that it was a mountain lion, that Jake, or uh, a mountain lion or a bear that Jake had shot. It's a legal game. That's all I'm going to say. So stay away from it. Uh, she told her daughter just to cover it back up with the manure and leave it alone. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> so in the ensuing weeks, they would just make jokes about it. Uh, basically Steph and Dave, according to Stephanie, they knew it was Jake. Yeah. And they would just make jokes about, about that. They would even like talk about maybe calling the police, but just decide not to. Um, and then once the investigation actually picked up a little bit of steam, uh, Stephanie insisted that they that they move the remains and bury him somewhere else. Uh, they wouldn't ever say it was Jake's body. They would refer to it as it. Or the bear,
1: so like they, like just shitty human beings. Yeah, um, out for themselves.
0: She says in her heart, she knew it was she knew it was Jake the whole time. Uh, one afternoon, Dave used a backhoe to dig a hole inside the corral, uh, and a couple of days late, a couple of days later, the bear was gone from the manure pile, uh, and the hole was packed with fresh dirt. So the police didn't really believe her either, though. Like they don't they didn't know what exactly happened, but they thought that her story was kinda of bullshit too. Um Maybe the truth is
1: somewhere in between everything.
0: So according to Deb's medical records, uh at the time of Jake's murder, she weighed ninety seven pounds. She had just had gallbladder surgery, yeah. so she would have been pretty out of it. Uh she'd been assigned light duty at work at the ranch. She wasn't even she wasn't able to lift a bale of hay. Uh she bailed on her duties hey hey um <laughs> jake could weighed about 170 180 pounds so they just even like they just didn't think it was possible that she could move, could em. move them no matter what wrap them
1: up move them that far
0: so they're like jake's friends and the police their assumption is deb she has cancer she's dying so she's trying to cover for her dave. daughter and possibly yeah. dave yeah um ray uh the uh, Jake's dad He didn't think Deb could murder Jake uh, He says No matter how bad it was I just can't see Her shooting her own son um, Cell phone records show That Stephanie Had been awake In the early morning hours When Jake was killed uh, They The police You know They say that like Deb wouldn't gain anything By killing Jake Yeah But Stephanie gets, Could get sole ownership Of the ranch She gets to move back To the ranch Yeah Get it all to herself Yep um, so one thing was clear whoever pulled the trigger, whoever helped bury the body, uh, they would bank on the idea that everyone else would see Jake the way they did, just like insignificant, disposable. Um, but you know, unfortunately, he has a lot, of, or unfortunately for them. Yeah, he, he had has his lot of
1: friends that. Well, it doesn't tell you like he had a lot of friends, but I mean, he had his friends, his core Laurel. group of friends. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so after the discovery of Jake's body, uh, And the confusing, numerous confessions from the family. Uh, His friends were mostly just, I mean, well, they were pissed off that Jake was dead. Yeah. But they just, like, what really pissed them off as well was how the family tried to portray Jake. Deb uh, would say that her son, that Jake was a drug addict and a drunk and just a violent MMA fighter who physically assaulted her and threatened to kill his sister. Jesus. Jesus. Stephanie would say that he was a worthless waste of space, lazy and useless. Uh, so, yeah, like, he, you know, him, going back to him wanting to hang out all the time. Like, probably any fucking thing to get away from that place. Those people. <laughs> um, on May 13th, 2019, almost four years after Jake's death, Deb pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and received a 40-year sentence. Uh, Dave Jackson... Dave, old Dave. Old Dave! uh, Had already been sentenced to a decade in prison for his role in moving the body. Uh, Stephanie was scheduled to go on trial for first-degree murder, Um, but... Let me see.
1: Uh, What happened to Stephanie? She (laughs)
0: she ended up pleading guilty to tampering with a dead body, Uh,
1: but that's it. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Like, she never... There was never anything else. Um, in November... No accessory
1: uh, to the crime or...
0: Yeah, that sucks. Nope. In November of 2019, uh, Deb died in jail. And then... I, I, I twisted this on you. So she dies in jail in November. Two days later, Stephanie gets sentenced to 24 years in prison. Whoa, 24 so, years! I mean, it might have just been for tampering with the body, but they gave her a pretty the max sentence for that shit. Sure. So. Uh, this story was, I used, uh, Rachel Monroe from the Atlantic. Her story called the killing of a Colorado rancher is where I got the information from.
1: So yeah. Like what the, a fucked up family. Dude, and Now there's a, their kid out now. Like Stephanie and Dave's kids, like yeah. his grandma's dead. His uncle's dead. His mom and dad's in prison. Like where is this kid at? And
0: yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how old he was at the time, but yeah, so he's, you know. So, yeah, just because they wanted to inherit a fucking shitty ranch. Like, that wasn't
1: making that much money anyway.
0: Which, I mean, you know, who knows how Jake was. Maybe he was a little bit of the asshole that his family says he was. Sure.
1: But. Doesn't deserve to die. Still,
0: yeah, let's not shoot him in his head while he's yeah. asleep. Like, crazy. So who knows who killed him. My guess is Dave.
1: Dave like or Stephanie, I would Dave say. Dave I would say
0: Stephanie had Dave. But Dave it. had that history
1: where they had the encounter with the gun, so it sounds yeah. like it'd be.
0: My, yeah, like, my thinking is that Stephanie talked Dave into doing it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: that, well, Deb and Stephanie yeah. talked Dave into doing just it. Just kept, beat, you know, just brow-beating him with the idea of killing him or whatever. Like, I'm honestly surprised they didn't roll over on
0: him, like, immediately. Yeah. But Deb dying, it is a good way to.
1: Take it to the grave. Get out of it. I mean, (laughs) that's a good way to get out of your prison sentence. (laughs) You're (laughs) going to die. Just die. Just cover for the people that die, you know.
0: So, yeah, that's the story of Jake Millison. Uh, Real bummer. Real bummer. So, hopefully, you have a feel-good.
1: I do have a feel-good. All right. I I mean,
0: I assumed you did. Let's get that music going. Let's get Bo Jackson to the end zone. and And play.
1: good i'm pretty sure the raiders are up 500 to nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's usually when i play that's what the score would be <laughs> all right so what do you got for us this week this is a new product coming out i'll see if you can guess what it is it has 27 servo motors and 60 microchips what could that be uh, is it a ball in a cup <laughs> ball in the cup. No, it's Hasbro's new Transformer that transforms itself. It's Optimus Prime. It has an app that like goes along with your phone. Have you not seen this? No, I've not. Oh my God! It's an Optimus Prime toy that transforms itself. That's what I'm saying. It has the. It uh, features five thousand components, twenty-seven servo motors, sixty microchips. What do you think something like that would cost?
0: $4 billion.
1: $700. $700. But it's a Transformer that transforms itself. Beep, do, ba, do, ba, do, beep. Well, this is how the world ends. Why are we
0: making things that are going to murder us?
1: <laughs> if I'm going to go, <laughs> I want to go by, by Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. I think Optimus Prime is going to save us. Well, it's a tiny thing, though. I mean, it's the size of the original Optimus the original Prime. It's a toy. It's a toy. Yeah, but it transforms itself. You don't have to look at the video. It's really neat. Everyone at home google it.
0: Optimus Prime. Yeah. Uh, the
1: Optimus I'll Prime Transformer. $700, you know. It's got all that 5000 components. I don't know what that means. What's 20- a
0: servo thing?
1: Maybe I don't know, a servo motor. There's 27 of them. And Self- then uh, 60 microchips.
0: Yeah, you keep saying you keep saying servo motor like it's <laughs> a
1: thing I should know. <laughs> You should like, I, if- I, I just was hoping if I said it confidently enough, you'd be like, "Oh wow!" Oh, servo. Damn, murders. Joel's over here talking about servo Look murders. At Scientist Joel over here. <laughs> I forgot you had that. That's my. Uh, that's my feel. Cause theory. I like. I like Transformers. I, I was, was a, never into Transformers. That was a fun? You you, a GoBot guy. I was never a go-bot guy. I, <laughs> d- right. I don't like robots. Oh. Uh, I. Talk- what about that robotic police dog that they just? No, not a fan. <laughs> Me neither. A cab.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, uh... I all
1: canines was, are bastards?
0: Don't you ever say that. <laughs> uh, I took the Terminator movies very seriously. Uh-huh. I don't know why we all just, like, laughed at her.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't think people laughed at them. <laughs> they were entertained by it. Now them. we're doing it. Yeah.
0: So, like, I don't want to be enslaved by the robots.
1: Can I take back my feel-good, then? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, if you're into... Yeah, I just never got... I was into G.I. Joe.
1: Yeah. Uh he-man care bear my care, little pony i was in
0: the care bears not my little ponies uh yeah i was in I, I don't know why but i just never got into the transformers hmm. but i mean i
1: imagine being the kid that gets a 700 <laughs> a 700 yeah
0: two days after you get it you're gonna break that goddamn thing
1: will you buy me one i will not oh no i will not <laughs> Uh, if you're out there and you want to start a GoFundMe for me to get the $700 Transformer, I will not be upset. I mean, you know, maybe if you're a good boy, Santa will get it for you. <laughs> well, no chance of that. That would be amazing if somebody
0: did a GoFundMe <laughs> and got you a fucking self-transforming Optimus Prime. I mean, I hope they do. But,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm pulling for it you. It doesn't happen unless you put it out there, you know. That's true. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's out there.
0: You know, you put it into the into the into the
1: world. It's on wax. And the world gives it to you. The world doesn't give a fuck, I don't think. There you go. That's the same. <laughs> That's the same. I was trying to think of what it was. Put that on bumper sticker. <laughs> That's
0: a lot to put on a bumper sticker. Alright. Uh yeah, I mean you guys should definitely start a campaign to get Joel a a, a toy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else? I don't. Where
1: what the fuck were the Go Bots? Just the just like the, I mean, I just like the shitty Transformers, so they're they were, like were... a little bit cheaper and they were like all smaller, but they were just—I mean—they're robots in the skies, but they were GoBots. It was just
0: gotcha. They were GoBots in the Yeah,
1: it was like, hey, can't afford Transformers, kids? Check out these GoBots. Yeah, I'm sure I had some as a kid. Yeah, you could always tell the GoBots from the Transformers. It was
0: like the uh, like when you could tell like the Reeboks from like the Nikes. Yeah. Like these... yeah.
1: Case swiss I wizz. guess that was a thing. Case <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, well, unless you're on Double Dare, you better not be wearing fuck fucking Case Uh Speaking of Double Dare, uh-huh. there is
0: a documentary on Hulu called The Orange Years. Yeah, about Nickelodeon.
1: Oh, it's not about Trump. It's not about Trump. Okay,
0: thank God. Uh, I just watched it this weekend. It's real. Like I did not realize how much of my
1: childhood was. Like, influenced by Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was the best. I learned my vows through Nickelodeon. A-E-I-O-U oh. is fun to be a pair of Nickelodeon shoes. That's how I learned my the- vows. I still sing that to myself when I want to know the vows. A-E-I-O-U is <laughs> fun to be a pair of Nickelodeon they shoes. They didn't have sometimes why No.
0: I should have worked that in. Uh, it's a really good documentary uh, if you want to get nostalgic. Okay. Uh, but, like, I was watching it, and I don't know what Nickelodeon is like now. I don't know what... Is it around? Yeah, Nick's still around. Okay. There's like five. There's like Nick, Nick Junior, Nick at uh, Night, Nick at Night. So I think there's another one. Probably like Nick Classics. Nick Cla- I think that is one. Uh-huh. Uh, and I I don't even. I really don't even know what like TV's like for younger people now. <laughs> but as I'm watching this and like they're you know showing Doug and uh, Hey Dude,
1: salute your shorts, salute your shorts. Oh, I was like damn.
0: watching this and I was like, oh, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> I was like, this is why I am not like, an intolerant piece of shit. It's like, every Nickelodeon show, like, was just every person you could think of. Like, there was so much diversity. Yeah. And like, but it wasn't, like, I think the issue with, like... They didn't make
1: a big deal about the diversity. The it was thing. just this. That's the
0: thing. So, like, yeah. I think now, everything that comes out is, like, an agenda. Yeah. And it's, like, it shoves it in your face. But they just did it. Like, Doug is just, like, everyone's a weird caller. Yep. And just looks weird. But, like, you watch it, and you're just, like... Yes, yeah, like, you know, that's cool. That's what the world is. Nope. So I was watching. I was like, oh, yeah, Nickelodeon made me like the a orange movie. years. You oh, check it I'll out. It's really it. good. I will. Um, what's the dude from uh, Mark? Uh, Mark Summers. Mark Summers from Double. Double yeah. D? Like, you know, like, he keeps saying things like uh, there's a lot of untold stories. Like, there's stuff people don't even know about. And then, like, the hey, Like, I just kept watching. And I was like, i bet so much shit. Like, I, w- I want now to see the uncensored <laughs> documentary because I, yeah. I, I was like, I bet a lot of shit went down like the Hey Dude. They were all like 17 years old. Oh, yeah. Filming working together like they were living uh, in the desert, uh-huh. pretty much filming like on location. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, it. it's a really good documentary though. I'll watch it. Uh, all right. So that is it for us. We'll be back in a week. Uh Until then, buy me a toy. Buy Joel toys. Uh, $700 ones only, please. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't come at me with none of this cheap no shit. No cheap shit. You can't get
0: cheap toys now. I think Mom, Action figure's $25. Someone
1: bring me a GoBot, dude. I'll be so fucking mad. I know
0: what I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to rinks to find you GoBots. Nice. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.